Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. It is the L-E-F-K-O-E, man, and you are listening to the sweetest sounds, the sultry tones, the boisterous boys, the Joint Practices Podcast. Get it, fellas. Yo! Welcome back to the Joint Practices Podcast. This is the podcast for fans, by fans, fans like me. I'm your host, Sean Lamont, on Twitter, at 11thegoat. Tonight, we have a very special podcast for you. This is episode 89. We are back to a 7-on-7. It has been quite a while since we've had another person on the podcast, not named Sean or Steve. But before we get to our guests, I got to bring in the man. The OG Olive Garden pimp, Mr. Super Sticky Steve Knox. Yes, sir. Ready for the first tag team seven on seven? Yeah, first all time. And what a way to do it, but with the longest reigning friend I think I currently have since kindergarten. It's been 30 years. Oh, God. Yeah. The man himself, Mr. Elijah Arnold. Thank you. Ah, thank you for having me. It's fantastic to hear your voice and see your face here on the Skype. I'll try to make sure my dog doesn't pee on your backpack. <laughs> that happened. <laughs> right on. Well, Elijah, thank you for joining us. One of the people who reached out said, I want to be on your show. So if you want to be like Elijah, you can do the same thing. If you just hit us up on Twitter, at 11 the goat. The podcast at Joint Practices. Steve is at The Knox Says. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram. I don't know. What's another one? Face space. Face space. Fitting for this? TikTok. (laughs) We need a Joint Practices TikTok. That would be excellent. Oh, my God. But, you know, you can have your own episode just like Elijah is about to. So let's kick off the seven on sevens. Question number one. Elijah, how did you become a, a fan of your team? And go ahead and break the bad news about which team that is. It was very easy to become a fan of the New England Patriots in the late 90s and early 2000s when you live in Maine. Because they win all the time. So growing up, I liked baseball more than football, blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, really got into football. And New England... Went to the, the Super Bowl against the Packers. I rooted for the Packers because I was 13 years old and <laughs> I guess I wanted to torture my parents. So they sent me away for a while. Um, but by the time we were back, uh, I really uh, liked winning and having things go well. And that happened for 20 years. So that's why I love the Patriots. I'm from here. And I'm a little bit of a bandwagon fan. So that's where we are. 
At least you can admit it. Yeah, if they were terrible for the last 20 years, I wouldn't care that much, but they've been really good. (laughs) (laughs) It has been, uh, yeah, very easy to be a Patriots fan and just go, hey, the schedule came out. That's, uh, yep, 12 wins, easy. All right, we'll see you in the playoffs. (laughs) Start at 11, go from there. Yeah. All right, so question number two, if you could see your team play live, what team would you like to see them play against? If it was like this year uh, or the coming year, uh, probably the Ravens, top team in the AFC. You get to see something different with uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, who's kind of kind of like Usain Bolt in that he is just on a different physical category than everyone else. He may not be the best football player. Maybe they don't win every game. But you're going to see something substantially different than any other football game that you watch. Uh, so every time I see him run, I think he's going to die because he's so little and everyone has him <laughs> lined up and you're like, this is it. That's the end of that's the end of Lamar. And this is where he dies. And then everyone misses him and he runs for 60 yards and it's going to be frustrating for the next 10 years. But it'd be fun to watch if I if I could design it myself, I'd want to go back to one of the snowball games in the uh, the early days of the dynasty. Like uh, the the snow angel, when uh, the snowball games <laughs> yes. when they're throwing stuff in and it's getting insane, people are getting concussions from the ice <laughs> balls getting thrown on the field. Uh, but uh, that's probably a uh, that's probably gone for now. But that'd be a fun time too. All right, question number three: the way you know we're post draft right now, so the way the Patriots are currently constructed what position do you think the team needs to upgrade to be able to compete for another super bowl title so i know what everyone thinks i'm gonna say (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we need a quarterback because thomas edward patrick brady is gone um and jared stidham time has arrived so what i'm gonna say is that we need to help by getting Offensive line help. There's no quarterback <laughs> out there right now that is going to change the, the – you're not going out and getting anyone. So there's talk about Cam Newton. First off, unless Cam Newton's playing for, I think, $2.2 million, he's not playing on the Patriots because he won't fit under the cap. Uh, uh, I saw a bunch of uh, uh, tweet stuff. Ouch. I saw a bunch of tweet stuff, honestly, accusing the, ra- uh, the Patriots of moderate racism because they weren't going after Cam Newton. I think it was Justina Andrews, uh, but they can't afford him. Who else is out there? Uh, no, no, no one, literally no one. So unless you swing a trade for someone that's available, you know, the crazy stuff was Rogers, stuff like that. It's just not going to happen. So offensive line, if you sure it up, they're set on some spots, you know, Shaq Mason's solid. Uh, David Andrews returning from blood clots. He may be good to go. If he's not, then that's a huge issue. They drafted some younger guys, but uh, Dante Skarnecki is gone again. Uh, it's crazy to talk about an assistant coach like that, but he's been there for 30 years, left for a year, and it was so bad that they brought him back out of retirement. So, <laughs> to me, uh, when Trent Williams went away to the 49ers, that was a loss for the Patriots. I thought maybe they could swing something on the cheap. And it was, what, uh, a third and a fifth for him, I think. Um, so Ridiculous. if there's a move before to shore up the line, 
that's that's where I think it's at. Uh, uh, Stidham's going to have probably a simplified playbook. Um, you need to free up. Uh, you know, we saw what Michelle can do when he's got space, when he's got time. He ran for what a thousand yards. He had three touchdowns in a playoff game. Uh, it was it was fantastic. And last year when he didn't, he looked. It was like Lawrence Maroney again, was, uh, <laughs> uh, dancing around, not getting anywhere. James White's never going to be the guy. Um, he'll he'll catch passes for you. He's a wonderful third down back, probably the best in Falk, obviously. Um, but they, it's going to be a different offense. It's going to be ground and pound. It's going to be short passes. It's going to be like the early 2000s again. And to do that, you need an offensive line that holds up. So that's what I'm going with, and it is Stidham time. Uh, you're talking about the talking about the uh, cap. They currently are just under one point two million dollars in cap space. Oh, I was just off. Um, if you skip ahead, though, and you talk about making those moves, currently with their total cap liabilities for next year, they have ninety two million dollars in cap space. So, and, uh, and one caveat to the cap number is that uh, uh, Ted Care uh, Ted Karras. Yeah, Ted Karras was uh, no, not Ted Karras. Someone was franchised. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Tooney. Tooney. Joe Tooney was franchised, so he's under a number for like twelve million under. A, is that what the guard number is now? So yeah, yeah. for the guard number, um, there's thoughts he may not play here. If he moves off that cap number, then you've got then you've got seventeen million off of it. Probably paying Tom Brady 15 to not play for us cap wise, at least was not overly <laughs> smart, but that's where we're at. Yeah. So there is cap maneuvering that could be done, but right now you're not going out and I, yeah, you're not going to get the quarterback. You're, and even if it was Cam Newton, does he fit the Patriots? I don't, I don't know. Maybe he does. I'm not sure. Would you, would you rather see them uh, like go out there and, you know, really try to win this division this year or, you know, be one of those teams that's Thank picking in the Trevor. top five, maybe get Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, like any feel on either of those guys. So first off, I don't think they'll lose enough games to be up there. If you look at them, I saw uh, an alert. It popped up and it said Patriots only favored in eight games this year. Okay. So if they go with that, then they're going to go eight and eight. Like it's not going to make the playoffs, but they're still picking at 14, 16, somewhere in there. And that's not Trevor Lawrence. It's not, uh, it's just, yeah. Um, I think they're rolling. I honestly think that Bill Belichick is all in on Jared Stidham. Uh, if it's right or wrong, I don't know. I think it's the guy he's going with after he's rolled through so many backups. We thought were the people, uh, you know, Rohan Davey. Ryan Mallett, <laughs> Jacoby Brissett, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. There's there's always Matt been the Castle. next guy. Matt Castle. There's always been the Brian Hoyer, who's back again. <laughs> For the who's third back. time, Brian Hoyer's back again. Um, in all of those, the timing and it, everything worked out where Jared Stidham's the guy he's rolling with. So I'd rather them try to win it. I don't think they'll ever suck for luck or whatever. <laughs> Porrence for Lawrence, yeah. trademark. Yeah. Stink um, with Stidham and lose for Lawrence. I think it's early to tell. I don't think they're going to be. A, so to be a top five pick, you have to lose 12 games. 
Probably. I, I just can't see them losing 12 games, no matter who's playing quarterback. Yeah. And to caveat on top of that, you're, I mentioned their $92 million. They get an additional like $80 million in cap space the following year, too, in 2022. So we could see them just get a nice big rebuild here in the next couple of years, and everybody be like, oh, remember the Patriots? They're back again. They were gone for a year when they uh, won, you know, eight games, and yeah. now they're back instantly. Now, admittedly, Bill Belichick is, what, 68 years old? So I don't think – I think it's either going to be a quick rebuild or we're going to move on from Bill. I can't – I couldn't see him sticking around for a five-year rebuild like some NFL teams go through. Probably true. All right, so question number four. Who is your favorite player that's not on your favorite team? Thomas Edward Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) That's cheating. (laughs) I thought it might be cheating, so I came up with a different name. Um, But let me talk about Thomas for a moment. Uh, He is my favorite player. When he retires, he'll still be my favorite player. When I die... I have to assume he will have been my favorite player for two decades. He made the Patriots not only relevant, but every single year they mattered. Uh, My parents were Patriots fans since I've I've been alive. Um, Steve has witnessed it's one of the crazier households to watch Patriots game in because my mother swears incessantly at the television <laughs> like a crazy woman. Um, but for the longest time for them, they, they, they cared and they screamed and it didn't matter because the Patriots weren't going to do anything for 20 years. Tom Brady made them relevant and made it so they would probably win most of the time. So he is my favorite player, not on the Patriots and will. Yeah. He's my ride or die. <laughs> To watch now, I mentioned him earlier, it sucks. I love watching Lamar Jackson. It is uh, an insane uh, experience to, to see how he plays the quarterback position. There's there's mobile quarterbacks. There's throwing quarterbacks. He is just a physical freak. It's uh, He goes from zero to top speed literally instantly, it seems like. His head is somehow on a swivel so he doesn't die. I have seen a couple times where I thought he sure would, but he hasn't. Whether it keeps going, who knows? Because one hit in the NFL and you are no longer an NFL player all of a sudden. But it is so fun to watch Lamar Jackson play uh, the position of quarterback. It's just something I've never seen before. This podcast is definitely a pro-Lamar podcast. I was ranting about him all through the playoffs last year. I think there's a lot of people, too, that'll say, oh, well, the Patriots had two draft picks where they could have picked Lamar Jackson. Well, yeah, but he's not exactly going to play in that, you know, Josh McDaniel style offense. Either. Yeah. So the draft talk is always tough because you say you pick this person and this person went two picks later. All right. Well, 30 other teams missed on him, too. It's, uh, you know, Greg Jennings went late. And uh, people talk about how the pay. I forget who they pick. Razai Dowling, I think, before Greg Jennings. Oh, Admittedly, Razai Dowling was terrible at football. <laughs> but so many other people miss on Greg Jennings too. So it's just it's it's a crapshoot where it's sometimes you hit, and it's it's to me silly to talk about the one-offs. If you have a constantly terrible record of drafting, sure. But 
you know, Tom Brady won 199. We all know that old tired story. How many people went before it? It all washes out in the end. All right. Question number five is who is one player in the NFL that you just cannot stand? The Dak Prescott of your world. I (laughs) really dislike Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) Here's the thing. I don't have a great reason for it. He's never done anything outwardly terrible. He's never, you know, it's never been an article about how he, you know, I don't know, beats baby seals. But something just seems off about him. And I just don't <laughs> like him. Uh, it's 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 when he was when he told the fans to to relax. Everyone thought it was the greatest thing in the world. And then they came back and they won ten games. Who gives a shit? Oh my <laughs> god, that's amazing! He came back and won ten games. Yeah, everyone relaxed. Aaron, great job. Yeah. Discount double check. Um, <laughs> I did, no, it's I did and. Uh, uh, it's always these snide little Aaron comments where he's like, who, uh. I added a bonus one to this because there was two players I hate more than anyone that's ever played in the NFL. So if I could take it off the rails for a second and talk about two people I hate. From, Go ahead. Uh, the <laughs> um, they played on a little team called the San Diego Chargers. And... They talked shit about the Patriots so bad one time because the Patriots mocked a sack celebration. And those two people are Ladanian Tomlinson and Sean Merriman. And I hate them more than any football players I've ever seen. <laughs> ever. He had his, so Sean Merriman has his stupid little lights out dance. They go into Foxborough. They guarantee a win. The Patriots win the game as they're prone to do. And, uh, you know, this is the most classy thing to mock a grown man's sack celebration? Yes, I think it is. I think it is the most classy <laughs> thing. And they did that. And then LaDainian Tomlinson gets up on the stage and complains like a little baby about how the Patriots have no class. You're an adult man, $40 million a year to play football, and you're talking about how they don't have any class, and you almost cry about Bill Belichick, and I've never forgiven them or the San Diego Chargers. <laughs> well, it's good because they're no longer a team. They play yeah. in Los Angeles now. Yeah. You know why <laughs> they do that? You, you know get. why? Because LaDainian Tomlinson and Sean Merriman are so terrible. They had to move to Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, question number six is, if you had to wear a Rivals team jersey for one day, who would you pick? So this one was tough because so many teams hate the Patriots that it's hard to quantify a rival because it seems like everyone hates us, so anyone could be a rival because – Literally everyone despises us. Um, I figured it was fair to pick anyone in the division. Um, so if I had to pick one, I'd wear Bill's jersey because I think they're good people. Maybe a Stefan Diggs jersey? Yeah, Stefan Diggs. Maybe I'll jump on a table after I have some of the hot sauce I made earlier. Uh, <laughs> Buffalo wings. So, you know, the Bills, they went to four Super Bowls in a row. That's nothing to joke about. Sure, they didn't win any of them. <laughs> But they went, uh, you know, they played in snow like uh, like the Patriots and they drink in parking lots, which I've always been a fan of. As I say, it feels like you'd be a good part of the Bills Mafia in that respect. Honestly, if the Patriots ever uh, dissolves, I'm all in for Buffalo. <laughs> I would definitely put someone through a table. Yeah, let's do it, man. <laughs> <laughs> we should start a 
tables for charity thing and just put each other through tables and as long as I get to have beer and hot sauce while I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Deal. Ugh. All right, then. We've made it to the seventh and final question with Elijah on episode 89. So I know the good people have been sitting here waiting all night just to hear your answer, but <laughs> let's hear your Super Bowl prediction for this upcoming season, assuming there is one. Assuming there is one. Probably without fans. Um, I am taking the uh, New Orleans Saints over the Baltimore Ravens. And I think Drew Brees sails off to the sunset with a final championship, much like Tom Brady should have done two years ago, but that's fine. Uh, so Saints over Ravens. Probably Ravens beat the Chiefs to get there. And Saints, I think, probably beat the 49ers to get there. Well, would you look at that? It only took us 20 minutes to get to the first pandering to Sean's wife moment of the pod. <laughs> Amanda is a Saints fan. If I knew that, I said it much earlier. <laughs> Kiss ass. All right. Elijah has survived his first seven on seven on the Joint Practice podcast. But wait, there's more. Elijah, we're going to throw you into a bonus round. Right now, seven questions that you have no idea what's coming. Non-football related. Okay. Are you ready? I am very ready. All right, question number one, and this is going to be fantastic because we've started to compile uh, celebration songs playing NHL on Xbox. It's very true. Question is, if you had to sing one song on American Idol, what song would you pick? I would pick Don't Stop Believing by Journey because you don't have to be good to enjoy it. You can be absolutely terrible, which I probably would be, and everyone else is going to join you and sing it with you no matter how bad you are. So that is absolutely what I would do. It's just, it starts and everyone just gets that little foot tap, and by the time the song gets going, you are all on your own just flying away. It's such, such a good idea, too, because the – they're doing the show from home now. So everybody's, you know, sitting in their own house. Like you, I mean, I could see Luke Bryan and, uh, who's the other guy that's on there right now. I can't even think of his name. Lionel Richie. Chuck Norris. Yeah. Might be, might, might be him too. But yeah. I could see them all getting into it. Don't stop. And then when the high note comes, y'all hit the high note together. It's just <laughs> what a, it's the it's the peak of the human experience. <laughs> All right, question two for you is right on brand. What is your favorite Disney movie? Oh wow, favorite Dis. Oh okay, so <laughs> I'm gonna take Star Wars out, even though it's technically a Disney movie, because it's. I feel like it's not in the spirit of the question. Uh, I think my favorite Disney movie would be The Lion King. Yeah, you got everything. You got lions. They're doing stuff to each other. There's murder. Wait, that's not a, that's not a Disney movie either. That was a Netflix special, wasn't it? The Lion King? No. <laughs> if I can pick Tiger King, I will pick Tiger King. Joe Exotic and fucking Carol Baskins. Um you got murder. You've got uh, semi-incestuous uh, cat relationships. You have got <laughs> literally everything. There's, there's green fire and dancing. There's a monkey that Fart smears jokes. stuff on a small cat's face. 
<laughs> uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, yeah, he was Simba, wasn't he? Oh, young Simba. Yeah. Young Simba. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you got Ferris Bueller as older Simba, right? That's true. He did not get a day off at all on that one. He had to kill his uncle. <laughs> and uh, speaking back to the Star Wars comment, James Earl Jones. That's true. Darth Vader pops in for a little <laughs> everything you see is ours. Simba. Everything the light touches. <laughs> Except the hands. And the soundtrack was just masterful, too. Oh, man. A little uh, Can You Feel the Love Tonight with Elton John? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I uh, slow danced to that at many middle school dances. <laughs> Probably true. All right. Uh, question number three. What is more likely, Bigfoot or aliens? Oh, aliens. 100%. <laughs> Definitely aliens. Just mathematically aliens. Uh, uh, the, the, the Earth is 24,000 miles around, roughly. Uh, and we haven't found Bigfoot yet definitively. All right. The Earth isn't that big. Space? We're going to talk about space? There's not (laughs) even a a game. (laughs) Yeah. We're Alan Iversoning the practice of space time. There's there's no way to – I don't know if we'll ever know because space is so big. Mathematically speaking, even if there was an alien colony on the nearest star, it's still a light year away. Um, There's definitely aliens in space. So, yeah, that's not even – yeah, that's an easy one. Aliens. Final answer. <laughs> I do not need a lifeline. Uh, I like that one. I like the definitive right off the bat. <laughs> Alien. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it's, I can't even believe we're talking about this. Practice? <laughs> All right. Question four of the bonus round. You're making a movie of your life. <laughs> Who are you going to cast to play you? I've been compared to a couple actors. Uh, none of them particularly handsome. <laughs> So the one I get a lot is Zach Braff, and I think it's probably fitting enough. He's he's kind of awkward. He's not very handsome, you know, in a historical sense. So I think it's going to have to be Zach Braff, unfortunately, for both he and I. That's going to be a real low point for his career. When they tell him he's in an independent film about some kid from Maine that hasn't done anything. <laughs> Not bad at all. Uh, Our state two vacation land. (laughs) That'll be fun. Uh, Number five. What was the last new food that you tried and did you like it? Uh, What was the last new food I tried? Oh, well, yesterday I had lemon ricotta pancakes for the first time. My brother-in-law made them for Mother's Day for my mother because he's a better son than I am, and he, it wasn't even his mom. Um, <laughs> they're pretty good. Apparently, uh, what, from what he said, they taste like pancakes, but they take an hour longer to make. So I probably won't do it again. <laughs> yeah, that seems a bit in- inefficient. But, but they tasted uh, fine. Yeah. Lemon ricotta pancakes. All right. I'm hungry. Let's go to the next question, also about food. We want to know, what is your record for slices of pizza you've eaten in one sitting? Jeez, I'm no Kyle Dawson, but (laughs) I've eaten a full pizza before. Um, 
So I think depending on how it's sliced, it'd probably only be eight. I think a solid, well, no, that'd be 16, right? Yeah, foot, no, eight, eight slices, eight slices of pizza in a sitting. Um, I was probably chemically altered at the time. <laughs> I'll leave the chemicals up to the audience to decide, but eight slices of pizza. Nice, nice. I'm real excited to hear the answer for this one. This is the final question here in the seven non-football-related questions. Now, you get to plug your brain into a supercomputer and instantly learn and master a new skill. What skill do you choose? Oh, boy. <sighs> so the first thing that comes to mind is Kung Fu because of the Matrix, but that's probably not going to be. I know Kung Fu. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. It's not going to be the best for my life. I think... <laughs> All right, supercomputer learns something instantly. I am going to learn absolutely everything about home repair because I've got a lot of shit to do around here and I don't know how to do any of it. And like I go on YouTube, I go on YouTube and I watch the videos and then I get really frustrated when it doesn't work. So, yeah, <laughs> I want to learn everything about home repair and or home upkeep. I could uh, definitely see Elijah after that happened, you know, suited up like Bob Vila, ready to go to town. <laughs> Got my Jerry Carl and everything. Yeah. Sorry, guys, can't play Xbox. I'm hanging some drywall. <laughs> I tried to do that, and then I called my dad to come do it because he's more of a man than me. They don't teach you these things in school. That's what they should be teaching. Yeah, but you know what the inside of a frog looks like. <laughs> it's true, I do. I, I know what a skinless frog looks like. I also know what it looks like when your anatomy teacher looks at you like you're a monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <clears throat> well, Elijah, I think you survived seven on sevens here on the Joint Practices podcast. Appreciate you contacting us, coming on, talking some football, even if it is about the Patriots. Yay! I'm surprised you didn't get a dig in there about Super Bowl 52. I was gonna, but you know, I'm trying to slow play guys, the Brady dropped it jokes. And you won the game. And it was a well-fought well battle. Excellent job. Um, side note, I was in the car earlier had to run to the store and grab something and uh <laughs> the i know what you're gonna say <laughs> weei was playing the rebroadcast of uh super bowl 51 and i also had watched part of that game uh the other night at work and with like 11 minutes to go i was like the patriots still have to score three times i can't believe they actually do it <laughs> this is yeah, the time the it doesn't happen Yep, I actually uh, t was on the phone with my father-in-law earlier today and told him we were doing this with a Patriots fan. He's like, oh, make sure you tell him they're rebroadcasting the 28-3 to game and that Saints Nation thanks him. <laughs> <laughs> He's well. Oh, they were very excited to see Atlanta lose. I got one final question before we sign off here. Uh, who wins Final more games? Jeopardy. Yeah, who wins more games this year, Belichick or Brady? Uh, I know statistically, uh, Vegas-wise, really any sort of rational thinking says Tom Brady. 
And I think it's probably true, but a lot of times when you get these these teams put together quickly and, you know, all of a sudden Gronk's back and everyone's saying they're, uh, I think they're fifth favorite for the Super Bowl. Get but that. even with that, yeah, Brady wins more games this year. I just think they're, they're, their floor is so much higher. Even if it falls off for the bucket, yeah, they still win 10, 12 games probably. That for the Patriots would be a uh, uh, remarkable season based on all the losses they had. So Thomas Edward Patrick Brady wins more than Belichick this year, but I still think it was stupid for him to leave. Put it on the board. Put it on the board. Championship. Championship. All right. Episode 89, seven on sevens with Elijah is in the books. We want to thank you guys for listening. If you are listening, hit us up on Twitter at joint practices. I'm at 11 the goat. Steve at the Nux says, and Elijah is at not on Twitter because he's not. (laughs) (laughs) At not on Twitter is going to be like, what the hell are these people talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Steve, where can they give us five star reviews? Uh, You know, whether you're listening, Apple, Google, which I don't know if it's actually working again or not, but uh, we're on Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, Blueberry, Stitcher. Go ahead, check it out. Uh, go ahead and leave us a five-star rating. Maybe, you know, subscribe so you can listen to some more of these beautiful seven-on-sevens, hopefully. Yeah, and we future need more episodes. reviews. Give us yeah. a review, would you? One bite. Everybody knows the rules. All right, I think that's going to do it then. Elijah, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. And uh, I don't... What, do the Patriots have a tag? Like we, I, we always sign off with Skull Vikings and... Fly goes fly, baby. Do the Patriots have one of those? Um, <laughs> We're on to Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Go on to episode 90. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's good stuff right there. (laughs) All right. Peace. See you, bye. Cincinnati. God damn it. Hashtag we're on to Cincinnati. <laughs>